Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Sarah Bush, Senior Project Manager for Perkins & Will, discusses activating the workplace, the impact of active workstations on employee effectiveness. As a project manager at the award-winning architecture and interior design firm Perkins & Will, um, Sarah is superbly knowledgeable about current and past industry trends. She is thoroughly familiar with the intersection of design profession and related professions. She is well-respected across the interior design industry and is equally avid as either student or mentor. Sarah has worked across a variety of fields throughout her career, from business development to project management to design. Her poise, flexibility, and good sense carry her through many unpredictable situations. Sarah, thank you. Thank you very much. And um, welcome. This active, um, or this learning session is going to be talking about activating the workplace, uh, the impact of um, active workstations on employee effectiveness. And the information that I'm going to talk about is part as a result of uh, uh, some research done by our uh, corporate interiors group in the Chicago office of um, Perkins and Will. And it came about as a request from one of our um, large corporate interior clients that we work with globally. We've worked with them for many years. And they were really interested in the business value of active workstations. Really, what are the impacts on active workstations beyond just the health uh, benefits that, that we're all very familiar with? Um, how do active workstations impact um, the uh, the effectiveness and the ability of people to do their everyday job responsibilities. So the research was completed by Mary Baker. She is a knowledge manager in our corporate interiors group, and she analyzed a very extensive body of both scientific and academic journals and studies and really focused on this issue of workplace effectiveness. So a big shout out to Mary, and I'm hoping that I can do, do her works a good service in a 15-minute recap here today. So uh, if you want more information besides what I'm going to be talking about, um, we've got a, a white paper that summarizes the findings that uh, you can find on our website, as well as the annotated um, bibliography that really describes the research criteria and methodology. And I know that's really important when you're trying to take research and uh, implement it um, and make important decisions based on that. So um, right here, many of you are standing up for this, and you may want to be uh, standing up a little bit more by the time we get done with this, but um, you all came here today already knowing that sedentary behavior um, either causes or intensifies an entire range of, of health problems or health risks from heart disease, diabetes, pain, various types of pain, as well as abdominal obesity. And, and you know, when what was it, five years ago, three years ago, when sitting is the new smoking um, sort of became such a popular phrase? And I think what that did, um, for those of us in the workplace world, um, is it really brought to bear the popular, popularity of this phrase of sedentary behavior. And so... Um, 
let's just uh, let me just do a baseline of some definitions that I'm going to throw out there um, throughout the next 15 minutes. So you may know all of this already, but sedentary behavior, of course, means sitting or lying down for long periods of time. Now, physical inactivity, which sounds a lot like sedentary behavior, actually means not meeting the physical activity guidelines that are set forth by CDC and other health organizations. But did you realize that you can be doing enough physical activity to actually meet those physical activity guidelines, but if a large amount of your day is spent sitting down, you actually are considered to be involved in sedentary behavior. So this means that once-a-day workout that you do, um, if you're working out in the morning or working out at the end of the day, if the, a large portion of your day is spent either at home or work or travel or studying, if it's, if it's spent in sedentary behavior, then you may still be prone to those, some of those serious health risks. So that once-a-day workout isn't the whole story. What we need to recognize is that reducing sedentary behavior throughout the day really needs to be part of our overall approach to good health. So um, CDC has some interesting statistics. 20% of adults meet the physical activity guidelines. That's only one in five of us. The other one that I think is really interesting is on average, the CDC is saying that 77% of an adult's waking day is spent sitting. So 77% of a 16-hour waking day is actually 12 hours that we're, spend, that we're spending um, sitting. So I think you can see why the workplace became an easy place to pinpoint as a prime opportunity to reduce the detrimental effects of sedentary behavior and why health-conscious organizations are really embracing all different forms of ways of getting people moving throughout the day. So for this particular discussion, what we're focusing on is the um, active workstations that are more established, meaning sit-stand desks and treadmill desks. Some of the more emergent um, forms of active workstations um, are really not rolled out at this point with enough significant data for enough studies to really have been done. But, you know, more is happening on this topic um, all the time. So we're keeping up with it, and I'm sure you will too. So um, what we know is that active workstations in the workplace have reduced long periods of sedentary behavior and have really resulted in positive results on employee health. But again, the real question here today is what about the impact beyond just the physical health? What's the business value of having these active work, uh, workstations implemented throughout your, your global or your national standards? And can employees really compete the tasks that they're doing while on a treadmill? Um, and do active workstations, do they help or they, do they hinder employees you know, in doing work um, throughout the day? So um, the research that Mary Baker did really explored these questions about employee effectiveness, and she focused in three areas. Of course, she focused on how we think, perform, and feel. Think, or our cognitive functions, are really defined as critical thinking, decision-making, problem-solving, you know, those sorts of things, whereas performance, which is how effectively and accurately are we um, doing our tasks, and then, of course, the psychological effects or how we feel 
feel? You know, what impact do these have on boredom and distraction, stress, tension? How about satisfaction of, of the jobs that we're doing? So a couple of other little things to address real quickly here has to do with the implementation, um, sort of parameters for the best results. And I think the research showed what a lot of us might already know, that in the sit-stand desk environment, addressing the acoustic issues is really paramount for major satisfaction of those three, across all three of those areas. As well, um, the, the work surface has to be able to accommodate holding technology and moving the seems very obvious, right? Um, and last but not least, of course, is ergonomics. You know, I think people need to understand when you are standing, what's the right height to actually be standing? My height's going to be different than somebody else's um, work surface height. Treadmill desks, um, again, layout and location is really key. Um, there's noise involved. You've got to deal with, with how to um, isolate that. But yet, yeah, you don't want the treadmill desk too isolated so that nobody use them because a key thing about the treadmill desks that we'll be talking about next is that engagement and more and more engagement really increases um, uh, the satisfaction and, and the metrics on these three areas. So first is beyond physical health is do active workstations impact our cognitive functions or how we think? So studies showed that um, for treadmill desks, there was a neutral to positive impact on our cognitive capabilities. Memory tasks were shown to be performed equally well, regardless of the walking speed. I thought that was interesting. And then my favorite um, little soundbite from all of this is that there's evidence of increased cognitive performance for treadmill desk users up to 20 minutes after you stop walking on the treadmill. I think that's wonderful. Um, Sit-stand desks, as you can totally understand, again, also neutral to positive impact. Um, and again, what this crazy scientific uh, uh, quote says is that basically if you, are a, if you are able to stand in frequent intervals for a total of 90 minutes, then that will help improve your memory and attention, which I think is great. A real win-win here. So... Um, how about performance? So sit-stand desks, really positive performance to neutral performance. I think you can see that what you're, the tasks that you're performing, again, this is effectively and accurately performing tests. It's not that much different standing as there is sitting. Um, and in one case, as this slide talks about, 65% um, of the participants reported increasing their productivity um, after 6 to 12 months. So I think that's more comfortable you're able to stay in the flow and continue to be productive while you're in the action of actually changing the height of your work surface. Um, treadmill desks, understandably, a little bit more mixed results. Reading comprehension was good. Administrative computer tasks are good. But you can see how typing and uh, really decreases the performance for some people. So um, selection of tasks is really important for a positive impact um, for the treadmill um, when, you're, when you're working on a treadmill. So as far as how do they um, make us feel and what is our psychological outcomes for these active workstations, um, a positive impact for both sit-stand desks and for treadmill desks. Um, a reduction in boredom, a reduction in stress, and in the case of treadmill desks, um, studies show higher job satisfaction. So there you go. Um, and I think to recap um, what we're saying here in 10 minutes of 
what was quite a loud amount of research, is that active workstations have positive impacts on how we think and perform and feel, um, as well as um, increasing our physical activity, which is ultimately the goal, right? We want to reduce that sedentary behavior throughout the day. And uh, it, this has known also all the known impacts that it has on, on, on our health, on a positive implication on our health. So this is a huge contribution, not just to our individual health and wellness, but to the holistic well-being of the employees and the organizations that we work for. So again, there's the uh, link to the research. I've got a recap as well as the link in this, uh, in this uh, leave behind if you would like to take that with you. And um, I'd like to thank you very much. And just remember to fill out the uh, survey at the end of this. So any questions? David, how's my time? I got two minutes. Wow. So if anybody has any questions, just let me know. And I did show um, our well-being video right before um, many of you came in, and it's available on our website also. And it's a really kind of that defines that very holistic view of well-being. And one piece of it is, of course, um, what we talked about today. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in to What's Next. Have an idea or a point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org forward slash podcast.